Hi, I'm Clark Dunn, your host of the Beyond Rockets podcast. Huntsville, Alabama is primarily known for being the rocket city because of its close association with the U.S. space mission. But Huntsville is so much more than that. Huntsville is home to many high-tech companies, entrepreneurs involved in interesting startups, talented creatives, and much, much more. My goal is to introduce you to some of these individuals that are taking Huntsville beyond the rocket. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Rockets. In this episode, I sit down and talk with the Moon Bake Shop, a local bakery focused on small batch, made from scratch pastries and coffee. First off, thank you for taking the time to sit down and talking with me. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, well, thank you for giving us the opportunity. I'm Tom Watkins. Uh, I'm just one part of this operation. Uh, my wife, Maddie, also. Um, we're really excited to be in downtown Huntsville um, to be a part of this community and to provide our service to people who are uh, interested in it and our customers who have been so good in supporting us. So, or I know as Huntsville's kind of continuing to grow and a lot of people that live in Huntsville now aren't actually originally from Huntsville. Are you originally from Huntsville or did work or family also bring you here? No, I grew up in uh, southeastern Kentucky, um, up in the mountains, uh, away from here. But my wife is from Hazel Green. So she grew up around the area. Uh, we met when we were both in college, we went to different schools, um, but we met uh, via uh, common friends and the rest, I guess, is history. <laughs> so you, t- you t- talked about a little bit about college. Is wh- What is your background in, um, and what were you doing prior to the bake shop? Uh, prior to the shop, we were, uh, my wife was working um, as a, a designer for a publishing company and I was working in a kitchen in Nashville, uh, Nikki's Coal Fired. Uh, I was working for Tony and Caroline Galson. They're a couple from Chicago who have a restaurant in the west side in Nashville. I was working in their kitchen and I learned a, a whole lot from them. Uh, back further than that, uh, for about the past 15 years, I've, I've worked in kitchens. So I've uh, picked up a lot along the way and I've had a lot of people that have uh, taught me uh, some of the ropes along the way as well. So I, I know uh, I've, I've worked in the kitchen a little bit and uh, worked in the restaurant uh, as a server and as a um, uh, busboy and everything in between. Uh, I know doing that and kind of maybe running the bakery, what you do now is a little bit different. How had the skills you learned doing the, working in the restaurants and doing that kind of stuff helped you prepare you for what you do now? I think more than anything, it's uh, a mentality that you take away from, from working in a kitchen. Uh, the ability to press on when uh, you just don't feel like it sometimes. Uh, The ability to be positive when things aren't going the way you want them (laughs) to. Uh, The ability to improvise and to pivot when you when you have to. And um, the ability to work together as a team um, from people with various backgrounds uh, to bring them all into one cohesion uh, and to get a job done is uh, really important. So you you are working in the kitchen and then you kind of, uh, you, you come to Huntsville. Uh, when did, is baking been something that you've always been interested in? Is that something you did as a passion on the side and you just kind of did it with family and friends? Or is that something you just kind of jumped into and realized you were actually good at? Uh, it's something I've, I've enjoyed doing uh, the majority of my life. Uh, I've had a, a lot of people in my life who have influenced that passion and have helped direct it where it is now. Um, my wife especially, she, she was a baker um, as a hobby, uh, whereas I did it, I dabbled a little bit in the kitchen, um, various jobs that I had, and we, 
you know, something we talked about when we were, when we were recording and when we got married, it's something we did together. And we, we kind of just sat down one day and had a, kind of had a moment where we said, you know, maybe we could do that as a career. Um, maybe we could team up and, you know, put our heads together and make something happen. Be our own bosses. I think that was uh, a big thing. We've, I mean, I've had really good luck and people that I've worked for <laughs> who have been very supportive and uh, very encouraging, helped me grow my skill set. Um, but the, the, the thing for, for launching out on our own was more of a make our own schedule, make our own way uh, idea. And we wanted to do it together. We were spending time apart uh, in the first few years of our marriage where I was working, you know, late into the night. She got, got off at like five o'clock. Uh, it just wanted, didn't really work out that No, point. we wanted to match it up and <laughs> be able to spend more time together. And being your own so. boss fixed that situation pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, it helped it out a lot for sure. So you kind of have this idea that you can kind of do something together and baking has seemed like a good fit. Um, did Huntsville always, when you came to Huntsville, did it always seem like, okay, like this is the place that fits the bakery you have in mind? Or did you think the bakery could have really worked anywhere? Well, when we had an idea, we wanted to give uh, quality products no matter where we were, but we, we wanted also to be close to family, somewhere that we could, uh, we could grow our family and have a good support system and something that was familiar, uh, big enough to support what we wanted to do, but still small enough it felt uh, comforting and yeah. uh, like a family. And that's, that's kind of how Huntsville is. It, it's got a good small town feel. Uh, there's, you know, there's enough um, people that are willing to buy into what we're doing uh, and into the community at large that, that want to support us. And that was a, a huge factor going forward. So you, you get ready to kind of start developing into this business, into the, the Moon Bake Shop as it is now. Did you start selling your products um, at like farmers markets and trade shows like that? Or did you fully just jump into actually having a storefront right off the bat? Well, uh, not long after we signed the lease uh, for this spot, we, uh, we were presented with a couple opportunities for pop-ups. And we did that, and uh, it was a, a pretty good reaction from people. Um, just curiosity, I think, more than anything. We didn't really advertise it too much. And uh, just the locations where we were. We were actually up the street on Jefferson on the second uh, pop-up, the first pop-up we did on Clinton Row. And uh, everybody was really supportive, giving us a space to do that. And a lot of people came out and were really interested in what we're doing. We kind of, you know, spread the word and say, hey, this is what, what we're looking at for the next year or so. You guys come see us when we're open. And from there, it just grew. I mean, I, I know uh, just seeing your social media itself, I mean, y'all have had a cool, pretty big following pretty quickly on. Uh, do you think it was the Moon Bake Shop was offering something that Huntsville just didn't see before? Or do you think the location itself kind of plays into the success that Moon Bake Shop has had been able to have over the short amount of time? I think it's a combination of a lot of things. Um, sometimes it's not so simple just to say uh, this or that is what precipitated um, something happening. But I think uh, we're really lucky to have you know downtown Huntsville Inc. as a coordination hub that can link everybody together and kind of get everything going. And we've got a lot of people uh, in the community that were initially interested, and they you know I think word of mouth was a big deal. Um, we're lucky that we have. Uh, my wife in a lot of aspects, but specifically, she's she's really good at the social media aspect. I kind of stay out of that, but she <laughs> she knows what she's doing, and she does a really good job uh, of getting getting the word out there and marketing for us. And like I said before, the community here is just uh, fantastic about supporting local business, and we're we're so happy for that. 
So you, you sign the lease on this place and you get ready to start creating the atmosphere that we're in now. Uh, we're actually recording in uh, Moon Bake Shop right now. Uh, was the name always going to be Moon Bake Shop and where did that name originally come from? Yeah, we tossed around a few ideas. Um, most of them I can't even remember now because <laughs> uh, it's, it's become its own entity. But uh, Moon Bake Shop uh, was kind of a thing that we had tossed around uh, as a favorite uh, in the beginning. We had talked about, you know, Huntsville's history with the space program, and uh, I've always kind of been a, a big fan of uh, stargazing myself, and my wife and I, uh, something we used to, to do, I used to call her late at night, and I can't believe I do this now, because <laughs> uh, I was keeping her up, because she had to get up early for her job, but I'd call her late, and we'd just talk about stuff I'd see in, in the stars, and we'd look at constellations, and it sounds kind of, kind of cheesy, but it was one of the things that kind of was a thread running through our, our entire relationship and it seemed to kind of fit in place when we started to talk about it. And I, I guess kind of uh, opening the shop in Huntsville, he said the space stuff kind of fit in perfectly and it seemed like, I mean, I guess at that moment you never really knew for sure what the name was going to be, but then later on you're like, okay, like this is a good fit and this is something that we've been kind of doing the last five, six years together ourselves without yeah. even really knowing it. Mm -hmm. So you sign the lease, you start construction, you start building out the Moon Bake Shop. How long did it take from when you signed the lease to when you actually were able to open the doors uh, for the customers? Well, I think that was about an 18-month span there where we, um, of course, we had an initial deadline that we wanted to beat uh, when we went past that, <laughs> which is, I guess, kind of normal. Uh, we had a really good construction crew. Uh, Stanley Graham and his crew at Graham Construction did a really good job of this place. And uh, my wife designed, like, a lot of the interior aspects and picked out a lot of the paint colors and a lot of the interior details she did. Um, she's really the, I give her credit for being the muse behind this place. <laughs> um, I just like to get my hands dirty, you know, so that's what I like to do. But um, it was, uh, I think it was about 18 months and it, it really started as a conversation where we kind of grew organically and we thought about it as an option in the future, uh, something, a can that we could kick down the road a little bit. Uh, the more we thought about it, the more we realized it might be within reach, and if we just, you know, kind of pull the trigger on it, we might be able to, to accomplish it. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fear at first, uh, thinking about how scary that prospect was, quitting our jobs, <laughs> selling our house, moving here. Uh, we signed the lease on a Monday. The next day we found out we're having a daughter. So <laughs> a lot of things that... <laughs> You're like, can I go back and, like, redo what I did before? Because now it's like I have, I have like, m more priorities, right. more things to deal with, right. and you're now having to jump into this, something that's uncertain and um, territory you really haven't charted, really. Right. Yeah, this is our first business, and um, it was, you know, the prospect of facing down all those responsibilities was uh, was kind of daunting, but we, uh, we just kind of took it in stride, and we figured, you know, if we've got each other, then we can probably make it happen. Um, We've been really lucky. We, we couldn't, you know, do it on our own. Um, we have such a good support system. Both sides of our families have been phen phenomenal in helping us out. If we needed anything, you know, mostly moral support, if we needed anything in, in terms of uh, financing or anything like that. But they've been uh, incredible. And I think for us, um, we like to to think about how lucky and blessed we are to have, have that support system. And I know that it's something that doesn't happen very often, and we're, we're very, very grateful for that. So you talked about kind of getting into the, like, taking the jump and going for it. Uh, it's obviously, like, a lot of people that listen, and I know me myself, was like, you have a lot of these ideas. You're just like, I, I think I could do this. I think this would be beneficial to where I live. I think this would be beneficial to somebody or something. Um, but often taking that big step is, like, the hardest. Did people, 
were ever, was everybody supportive, that they, like friends and family, or did you have people that really doubted what you could do? Um, <laughs> if they doubted, they, they kept it to themselves. <laughs> you know, we, we never saw any sign of that. We had, uh, I don't know, maybe there's too many dreamers in our family. They just kind of uh, pushed us out and said, go for it. Um, and maybe <laughs> behind closed doors they were thinking, <laughs> what are they thinking? But we... Uh, we never felt that. We, we always felt supported, and even people, our colleagues that we worked with in Nashville, and, and before that, even people that had reached out from the past and said, you know, I'm so excited you guys are doing this. You're finally, finally going for it. And um, that was really encouraging. It gave us uh, you know, the spring that we needed to, to kind of see it through to get it started. And uh, it's something that motivates me every day when I get up, uh, just the, the belief that people have in you. It's really impressive. So you finally get, after that 16 months or 18 months of kind of construction, you're able to open up the store and it's able to really be able to utilize fully to its capacity. I mean, you have, there's not a lot of seating in here, but it's, it's a pretty good amount of seating. I mean, you're able to have the patio area as well and there's a little bar as well. How has um, that like growth, did the growth initially come as soon as you opened that people were just flocking to Moon Bake Shop, getting their coffee or getting a pastry to go? Or did it take a little bit to kind of get its word around? I think it took a little while for for it to gain momentum. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a slow trickle. It was more steady business in the beginning, and uh, it's it's grown, you know, pretty much um, every step of the way, which has been phenomenal. Um, it's something that has helped us with the with the being able to kind of calculate what we want to do in the future. Uh, to watch how it's grown over the last two years. Um, and in those segments, if you're looking at it quarterly, just to watch, okay, we know we're gonna be like really busy, you know, between Thanksgiving and Valentine's Day. Um, that whole chunk of time <laughs> is gonna, you know, push us to our limit. But it's something that is, when it's a labor of love and it's a passion project like we have here, uh, we have such a great team and, and everyone here buys into what we're doing. Uh, it really makes for, for a good environment and for a really good experience. So at the beginning, you're, like you said, you had, a, you had a good flow of people coming in. How has the last year, of, almost now, with COVID kind of impacted um, the vision for Moon Bake Shop? And has, it, has, the, has the growth and the continued success continued to happen over the last year? Or did you, or did you kind of go through some slow points during the time? Uh, initially... Um, there was kind of a, a period there, uh, March, April of last year, where um, I think everybody was kind of shell-shocked. Um, even then, uh, even if we didn't know what we were doing day to day, people still came out and supported us. They, they just wanted to know, like, how can, we, how can we support you? How can we get our hands on the product? Uh, what can we do? Do you guys do delivery? Are you doing this or that? Um, how can we carry out? So. You know, the first two weekends we did delivery, uh, realized <laughs> we were ill-equipped for that. Um, but it was amazing to uh, see the demand in, um, in the customers and how, how much they, you know, they just wanted to support us in any way they could. Uh, something that you, you know, you have no rule book for uh, when it comes to a, a pandemic like this. And um, we were just able to, to kind of pivot. We're lucky a lot of our products uh, can go out the door uh, we, we built this space uh, in mind with people sitting in and lingering over coffee and you know having their pastries and having meetings with their business partners and all that. Uh, that was just something we weren't able to do this past year. And it's just been, uh, that part of it has been hard, uh, not being able to see 
the faces we're used to without the masks, you know, seeing people, uh, see them smile. You can kind of tell either they're smiling <laughs> or they're grimacing under the mask. It's hard to tell sometimes, but we like to think they're smiling. So it's been, um, that's been one of the more, um, difficult things is just having built that community early on and then having to, you know, tell them we'll see you later, you know, um, <laughs> but see them come in and go out really quickly without getting a chance to, to really sit down and, you know, ask them how they've been and, uh, how everyone's doing. So that part of it has been a little bit difficult, but again, um, everybody's, they've adapted, they've come in, they've carried out, um, you know, on a consistent basis. And that's really helped us. Uh, push through this pandemic. Like I said, I mean, like it's a, it was a time in March, last March, that we really just didn't know what was, what, what to expect. Like I said, there's no, there's no game plan that says, okay, when this happens, you do this. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of information out there for a lot of other steps of the business, but there is some things that when you jump into a business, you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, when you jumped into this, oftentimes being your own boss means you have to wear different hats in the business. You're not just the, uh, you're not just baking, you're not, you're cleaning, you're doing payroll, you're doing this. What is a hat that you wear now in the business that you knew the least amount of, about when you first started? Hmm. I would say, um, if you look at it like uh, human resources, probably for me, um, like hiring and employee management was one of the things that I wasn't uh, too keen on. Uh, having just only been an employee myself um, in the past, it's not something I ever gave a lot of thought to. I'd, you know, I'd go to work, um, do my job, and as soon as you clock out, you're like, you know, you're kind of free <laughs> mentally. You, you don't have to think about it. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. So you get a clean break there. Uh, that's something that you don't get as a business owner. Um, that's something you always have to be cognizant of, and you have to be um, ready and willing to adapt to requests from your employees. Um, if they have something they need from you, then you, you have an obligation and responsibility to make that happen at, at the best of your ability. And um, I feel like I feel like everybody says this, but we, you know, we have a good family here and uh, we're all really close. And that makes it a lot easier um, to have the ability to, to speak candidly with everyone about what we expect um, and about what they expect from us. And that makes it a lot, a lot better uh, going forward for us. And it makes that uh, human resources aspect a lot easier for us. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess sometimes you also have that two-edged sword kind of where, like, it's easier to talk to a family member that you work with, but it's also much harder to get away from that family member <laughs> when they are family. Do you ever find the difficulty to kind of separate business from family uh, when, you, when you work with your family and you go home with that same family and you're having to kind of really know when? Do you ever have trouble cutting off business, or is business a part of everything you do? Yeah, it's more of a... A thread that you know kind of permeates our entire fabric here um, as a family business there's business and family and family and business <laughs> and they're kind of part and parcel with one another and um, we we will you know even make decisions for our own if you if you say our own personal lives based on the business um, if you know as a, as a business owner if you have to cover a shift because an employee is sick or they have an emergency that's just your responsibility that's something that you signed on for <laughs> when you decided to open a business and you have to treat it with that kind of professionalism you can't just say oh well i'm not going to do it because uh, if you don't nobody else will <laughs> yeah. so well the doors are going to be closed today yeah. i don't want to come in uh sorry about that guys <laughs> yeah yeah so that's that's one of the things that uh 
has been phenomenal for us is uh, we have such a good team. Um, and I think not only are Maddie not willing to do that, I think um, everyone else that we have that works with us is uh, also willing to do that for, for one another, and that's really cool. Um, having worked in lots of workplaces before, it's something that's pretty rare. So you talked about a little bit about like the decision-making process of being a tough decision. Like, how do you go into a decision, a tough decision, and knowing that like it's not only going to benefit, uh, it only could not only affect you, um, but also affects the people you work with and uh, your family, and it's a kind of a one in the same almost. How do you how do you uh, address those decisions, and like wh wh what is your game plan to make sure you have the best possible decision you make? For us, we. Um if it comes down to it, if you're talking, you know, just getting down to brass tacks, we we like to think of uh, our employees first. And if if we have to make a decision between people or profits, there's no decision to be made for us. It's people all the way, and we have to be uh, concerned with that. And we've gotten a lot of practice of that the last year. Um, we've had to, uh, you know, adapt. You know, we went uh, carry out only no dining in, and you know, there's been a little bit of um, kickback from that not a lot I mean I'd say like a tiny percentage of people that wanted to sit in didn't get a chance and um, you know I had to turn them away but the best the decision for us um, as a business and as a as a family is uh, to try to try to limit our risks for our employees as well because um, we know that a lot of the times their livelihoods depend on this place as well and so any decision we make we have to make it with the entirety of the group in mind um, and when you have that communalistic uh, mindset, when you're thinking about all the responsibility that you have for other people, uh, you have to you have to consider it with uh, you know a degree of uh, trepidation, but you have to think about it with some some insight. And we try to do that with everything. If it's if it's regarding not only ourselves but our entire team, then we have to really be. Um, be spot on when we come when it comes to like making that decision. If it's a hard one, then we have to make it. But um, we've been really lucky. Looking over the journey of Moon Bake Shop over the last, I mean, two three years now, how much of your success would you contribute to being in the right place at the right time, and how much would you contribute to your hard work? That's definitely a, a combination of things, and I, I would add a third aspect to that is uh, is the support that we've received from uh, everyone in our lives. Um, we couldn't do uh, what we do without everyone buying into what we're doing, uh, whether it's family or friends or employees who are our family. We um, we rely on all those cogs in the machine to be turning and to be turning efficiently. And um, you know, you can apply as much hard work as you want um, with your opportunity, and that can get you uh, pretty far. But you have to also have people that are willing to uh, to make sacrifices for you as well. And I think as long as we don't lose sight of that, um, we can continue to grow and we can build on the potential that we have here. Looking at the journey that uh, Moon Bake Shop's taken over the last couple of years, what are some goals you have moving forward for the bake shop and what um, plans you have for the future? Hmm, that's a good question. I think um, for us, we wanna just continue to, um, to do what we're doing to be able to um, make a product that we can be proud of um, to give our customers what they want. Um, with a market, you have to consider uh, the consumer with almost every, uh, every decision that you make. And 
we get a lot of uh, feedback, and we're so happy to get that, even even if it's negative sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Any feedback's good that. feedback sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You need to you need to have reality checks sometimes. It can't all be you know head in the clouds kind of stuff. Um, you need somebody to hit you with some hard truth <laughs> sometimes, and uh, we get that every now and then. And what we have to do when we get that is to uh, to take it and learn from it, and to uh, make sure if it's a mistake that we don't make that again in the future. Um, and that's really helped us grow, uh, being able to adapt and to listen to what our consumer is asking of us, uh, and how we can accomplish those goals as a team, and then uh, put a plan in place to implement that. Uh, those are those are key steps uh, moving forward for us. And um, you know, in a broader sense, we, we, we hope to be here in this community uh, for as long as they want us here. So <laughs> that's something that we're looking forward to. How can people connect with you and support you in what you're doing with the Moon Bake Shop? They can reach out to us uh, if they prefer email, uh, moonbakeshop at gmail.com. Um, we're also on Instagram, the Moon Bake Shop. Um, we have a Facebook too, I think. Uh, I don't know about <laughs> Facebook, but I think... I think we're on Facebook as well, and they can reach out to us on Facebook as well. Um, and also, if they, you know, if they want to Google us, our phone number's on, on Google as well, they can call us. Uh, it's also a good way to get in touch. And then, you know, hopefully once everything's back to some sense of normalcy, they can come in and just talk to us face-to-face, <laughs> which we prefer. Yes, um, definitely. <laughs> well, thank you so much uh, for sitting down and talking with me. I love learning more about the Moonbake Shop and the journey it took to get where you are today. And I continue to look forward to the success it will have in the future for years to come. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Beyond Rockets. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as well as you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Beyond Rockets to stay up to date on the new episodes and the events that are going on in Huntsville. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed.